Welcome. 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 Welcome to Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Baseball Mainly. Welcome to Baseball Mainly. You know, I can't watch that intro without smiling. <laughs> All these people I know, my good friend Bob Wands in there, he uh-huh. did that for us. But I really like Holly, our uh, our uh, graphic artist with yep. the mm-hmm. thumbs up. Uh-huh. Yeah, she, she's got she's got presence on the camera. She does. She? We have to get her on the show. Okay. Yeah, I don't think she knows good. anything about baseball, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Just saying. <laughs> well, she would fit right <laughs> in, wouldn't she? <laughs> hey, with us today on baseball mainly here at NRMStreamcast.com is Corey, our bullpen catcher. Corey, Stewart. I'm in football mode now. Oh, sorry. Oh, you watched that New Orleans game last <laughs> I did. night. That was a good I game. I heard they won on a on a field fifty-eight goal? field fifty-eight yard field goal. Longest Will Lutz has ever kicked a field goal, and oh, I was it was a game say, winner at the last two seconds of the game. Who's the guy that kicked the the sixty-three yarder against the Lions? Uh, Janikowski? Jan- no, 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 Tucker. Oh, oh, Chris no, Tucker. No, 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 yeah. no, no. So, there's been a lot. I, I'm There's too so old. many. No, never mind. Never mind. Uh, I'll think of it in a minute. Sure. This is back in the Alex Karras days. Ah, gotcha. Oh, they, on grass they, they, in they, Cincinnati. They talked about this. Well, anyway, okay. uh, uh, Corey's with us. And, of course, also with us is Ethan, the stat man, Pearlman. Oh, that, was a, that was a good one today. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, I, I want to be an announcer. Can you tell? I, uh, yeah, you have it. Ethan, the stat man, Pearlman. Uh, and Ethan uh, is wearing his Bowling Green hat today. I, I am. It's a homecoming weekend down at BG uh, this weekend, so I figured I'd represent. Have we been on the air for... A year now? Yeah, I think so. Oh my gosh! Because it was like last great. year you were talking about their the. No, 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 no. So, um, I, I know what you're talking about. No, we've been on the air for uh, three quarters of a year. It'll oh, be, three quarters. It'll be it'll be one year, I believe, in December. December. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we have to do something yeah. big for that. Seems like longer. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> hey, um, we have a very very special guest today in the in the studio, uh, Scott Miseraka. Scott is, I know Scott because he umpires in the league I play in. But Scott uh, is also a very, very good ball player. Uh, I got to bat against him. Yeah, because it was, I didn't hit against him. I batted against him <laughs> in a fall league a few years ago. Uh-huh. And he's a lefty like me. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I admire that. But he throws. Maybe about a hundred percent faster than I do. <laughs> That's not true. And Scott is a big Michigan fan. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's my heaven. The song in Ann Arbor. Yep. If I could live anywhere, hopefully in my life, I'd like to get down there. Get down to Ann Arbor uh, for, and live over there. Even for a couple of years, if I lived there, sure, I'd be. I'd be happy, yeah. especially in the fall. Oh, it's go- oh god, it's so gorgeous in yeah. Ann Arbor in the fall. Just- yeah, and you'd want to live there to go to the games because you sure don't want to drive to those games unless you have a lot of time on the road. Right. Yeah, that's. Um, and you can just- only eat so much chili at a tailgate and hang out there for <laughs> so long, right? Sure. <laughs> yeah, a friend of mine, Paul Swaykowski, from way back when, I haven't talked to Paul in a long time, took me to a Michigan game. He said, season tickets forever. And he made this big pot of chili. 
And uh, I thought we were never going to get home. <laughs> it was killing my stomach. I just remember that. But what a, that was great of him to take me. And we're uh, currently showing photos of none other than Ray Fisher Stadium and the big house for uh, U of M fans. They had a heck of a run. They did. Uh, the they did. They Gosh. Did. They, uh, you know, I, I followed them. Uh, and when they were playing Vanderbilt, they won that first game, and if they could get by their stud pitcher, the second one, they were going to win it. But that guy's going to be drafted number one overall. Yeah. Oh, easily, uh, easily. Four. I mean, it was just a—it was a beautiful run watching it. We yep. were talking about it a little bit uh, during that entire run, and just kind of that Cinderella story. And it was just like we're about to witness history right now because Michigan was just looking great. The pitching was looking mm-hmm. great. The way you know the bullpen was used yeah. was really good, and the hitting was coming along. It was just they were fielding really well. well I think they didn't make an error until that actual game in in, in Van, against Vanderbilt. Against Vanderbilt yeah, 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 in yeah. Uh, the World Series. Mm-hmm. But what makes it unique is Midwest teams never usually get to Omaha, let alone to the College World Series. Mm-hmm. So that's what made it... Uh, Nice to see a team from the Big Ten get all the way like how they yeah how they made how it they did and it. the way they did it mm-hmm. Coach, exactly. Coach yeah. Backich has done a really really fantastic job there. Uh, our, my little Joey, who's now 19, uh, went to several camps there that were run by uh, the Michigan Michigan team and mm-hmm. Coach Backich and on, got to play on that field and uh, you could just hear, even though I know it's a fundraiser for the for the team. I mean, there was a there's a passion uh, among those players and that coach, uh, and they. Um, of course, Joey's still upset that you know he feels like he won this fielding competition and it went to some other guy who mm. made an error when Joey didn't. I, I just mentioned. I that. just you know, yeah. throw so that out Joey there. knows. <laughs> but uh, uh, he he enjoyed playing on that field and he got to play on that field a couple of times on his travel team too. Nice. Yeah, Jess, I I didn't even know Joey was on the Phillies. And I asked you when you were, I said, that's your son. And you're like, yeah, I know. I was up on the hill because he won't let me. (laughs) Where were you at? I seen the last name on my lineup card. I'm like, Joe, I remember talking to you at Oakland when he was there, uh, when you played. Uh, Also, and he was there as a young, young kid. And he uh, was having a good time watching and then he grew up those were the know? days when he would chase our our fall balls oh yes at oakland which was far uh, yeah. but he didn't mind at all <laughs> oh no so, he loved it you yeah. know and he has a he has a love for for baseball how did how did he do you, you he was uh he had a base hit right away but i think he was i had him a few times and he was hurt a little bit then he came back and uh got in the swing of things and I thought he had a pretty good year with the Phillies. He yeah. caught well. He led the team. He led their he team fast in batting average. Yeah. So, you know, he put the ball on the ground. A lot of the times he beat it out. That's yeah. awesome. That was just that is awesome. Which is great. I, I'm just so. going to mention this. He batted 400. Oh, I just well, yeah. <laughs> and that league, I mean, it, there's some there's some yeah. teams that can play in that league. Oh, definitely. Teams are no joke in that league. I tell you, the top top teams with pitching no less 75 to 88 miles per hour. Wow. You see what good pitching and. Uh, the league has grown to 13 teams now when it used to be seven. Mm-hmm. It's 13 in the last about five years. Wow. You know, That's so. impressive. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of good players. That's good. Uh, That's good to so see. Too. And you see the 18s now, too. But yeah. Of course. Yeah, I, I watch because he's yeah. out there. Yeah. And uh, the last couple of games, we just showed up and sat by the fence to watch. We mm-hmm. didn't hide. 
Well, uh, Ethan, we better move along here. We're just yeah. going to talk about MSBL baseball all day. <laughs> well, we, um, we, I do want you to know that Scott is the one, one I don't want to say the best because I'll hurt somebody else's feelings, but he's tied for being the best umpire in our league that's, by far. This guy is really good. Well, that's too nice, Chess, and I, yeah. I appreciate it. I do work hard at it. I'm, you're, I'm not going to lie to you. Try to be the best for the guys. Just fair. That's awesome. And just uh, make sure everything's consistent. Yeah. And it's not just more. But you're, being gi- an you're, player. Gi- you're giving Jess a little I, bit small of a strike zone when he steps up into it. Just a little bit smaller. I do. I do call a, a decent zone, uh-huh. and for the for the guys, and it, it changes in, in in different leagues. Sure. But uh, Jess just getting into the pitching world the last what three four years. Yeah. So. I'm trying to help them out and say, hey, mm-hmm. this this is, uh, you know, not everything that crosses looks like a strike. And mm-hmm. in all honesty, mm-hmm. that's good. It's, it's you have great. a fair strike. So, yeah. I, I don't. I'm, you know, I, I'll question once in a while. That's okay. But that's okay. But it's part of the job that sure. people say, and I just try to have. You know, I'm not going to get mad yeah. at you because, as I've told you before, uh, you're much more. Uh, uh, you're better at this than I am, right? Well, and and you know when you're a when little you're, bit. What I've found as a batter, yeah, the umpire has a better view of the strike zone than I do. Yeah, we're back there. We get to see all, uh, at all angles of the of the plate mm-hmm. on, on, when you're in the slot. But like I said, one more thing: it's it's not more the the umping. It's more the you try to treat the guys out there because it's two hours away from life, and you don't try to be this big. Uh, Badass person. Yeah, uh, you try to treat everybody like fairly. That for two and a half hours. Yeah, they're on the diamond and yeah. they want to. Mm-hmm. Um, they want to be out there and having fun. And yeah. if the umpires ruin that for you, it can go a long way. Can go yeah. Yeah. exactly, and exactly. I try to do that more. That's Scott, awesome, Scott. You've always done a good job, and you've never let it. things get out of hand, and you've always been fair. Yep. And what more could you ask for? Yep. Mm-hmm. Do my best. We uh, we yeah. still have that Michigan uh, I love we, it. We, we the do. big house up there. Look it's at all a, that maize and blue. That's a great sight. I'm hoping yeah, for the best big. for them this year. Yeah, yep. well, we want we want our local teams, we want our Michigan teams to win. It's true because that that 1957 team we have downtown is never going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so what happened on this day in baseball history? Well, be- there, before Mr. we Perlman? before we get there, you know, we were talking about local fans. We got to talk about our fan out in New Delhi, India, oh, who yeah. uh, reached out to us last during episode. last week's show. And uh, we want to give a shout out to. Good luck. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I apologize for po- more than likely this. pronouncing your first name wrong. Deep Anshu Sharma. Deep Anshu Sharma from, yes. from really New, New Delhi. Delhi, India. Who uh, he commented last week that you know he wishes they had more baseball in India. Thinks it's an amazing game. Would love to play it one day. So we wanted to give him a shout out. And uh, hey, deep, you come, you come to the U.S. and uh, you're ever around uh, us. Uh, we'll take you out on the ball diamond uh, if it's uh, acceptable weather, and if not, we'll get you indoors. We'll we'll pitch to you a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'll bet if you if you play cricket, you can hit a baseball. You can yeah. hit, yeah. 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 Oh yeah, I think so too. So now we'll jump to this day, this in, day baseball in baseball history. history. And uh, we start off in 1964 with his office being responsible for. All of the costs for not making it into the postseason, baseball commissioner Ford Frick authorizes the Phillies, Yankees, White Sox, and Orioles to print the tickets for the World Series. Due to, due to a historic late-season collapse by Philadelphia, the Cardinals end up winning the National League pennant 
on the last day of the season and will play the Yankees in the World Series. Who won that World Series? Do you know? I, I do not recall. It's probably the Yankees. I believe it would be the Yankees. They have 28 yeah. of them, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the odds are good. Yeah. And then we jump ahead to 2000. And, of course, we got to talk about on his 37th birthday, uh, Diamondback pitcher Randy Johnson becomes the 12th pitcher to strike out 3,000 batters in a career. In that game, he uh, also became the first lefty to hit 300 strikeouts that season. Hey, uh, that picture we have up tells you why pitchers need Tommy John surgery. Look right? at the look at the yeah, stretch look at on that, that arm. torque on that arm. Oof. That's that's amazing. Uh, by the way, uh, and I've probably mentioned this before, but I'm going to keep mentioning it till it gets to the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Mickey Lolich mm-hmm. had more strikeouts as a left-hander than any left-hander in baseball history when he retired. Yeah. Randy Johnson has passed them. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple other pitchers have right. uh, passed them, Carlton being mm-hmm. one of them. But uh, nobody ever talked about that. That's sad. That's you know, really sad. We talk about all the strikeouts, Johnson and Carlton, all the strikeouts of Nolan Ryan, whatever. Lolich had more than any lefty in history yeah. when he retired. Mm-hmm. Put that together with his, th- with his three wins in the World Series plus a home run. Uh, that should be enough, yeah. I think. Did it end up getting broken? Is the record? Yes, these guys mm-hmm. have, okay. have passed yeah. him. Johnson, Carlton, uh, and I believe uh, uh, Tanana is right behind. Believe yeah. it or not, Tan- Frank Tanana mm-hmm. one time was a big strikeout pitcher mm-hmm. before he hurt his arm and had to mm-hmm. learn to pitch at a slower, slower, slower uh, uh, velocity. velocity. Yeah. So we go from 2000. Two years into the future, 2002, Alex Rodriguez breaks the home run record for shortstops that he established the previous season, going from, uh, well, he slugged his 52nd and 53rd on this day in history, mm. leading I mean, Texas to Again, a, you're having trouble pronouncing names. It's Alex Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's oh. come know, a long way, I believe. We, do, we do not want to get into this debate right now, because I, as much as I, I, I do understand the opposing view to steroids, there are side effects that hinder the players. And, I don't want to get into it either. I don't I just, get, I'm just telling say, you what his name save, is. We can save that for another show. Next okay. episode, that's, we that's talk a for other, a straight hour about That's a whole how, hour, right? Yeah, I, I, sure. I, I seriously believe we could do a whole feature episode on steroids. I have a lot. feeling we all have a different opinion we, about the steroids. I think each individual does. And it's it's something that it you know there are facts and you, there are everybody. You might be surprised at my feelings about it. Okay. Okay. Well, guys, with that, with the new replay system and everything, everything has an asterisk, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So even back then, the the asterisk should be with the steroid era. Mm-hmm. But Andres Colorado, mm-hmm. that should have been a perfect a perfect game. game. Mm-hmm. So why couldn't they go back? And, and look at and it, look at and, it and, then that, the, and then change it to now because you're going to yeah. be open the whole box. I right. get it. It does. But that's clear as day. Yeah. Stuff I don't, like that. I, I yeah. don't think it would be opening a whole box, a whole Pandora's yeah. okay. box. It was the last out of the game. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't even remember who was batting, but it wasn't oh, that was Cleveland's. Uh, oh, it, it wasn't like it was Miguel Cabrera and it was going to affect his lifetime batting average, right? right. I think the I think the commissioner could have said. It clearly was the wrong call. 
Umpire, do you agree? Jim Joyce agrees. Mm -hmm. Batter, are you okay with that being an out? If they agreed to it, I think you you put it down as a perfect game. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it does take away the whole like celebration part of it. Yeah, it's almost ten years ago. Yeah, ten years ago. But I (laughs) think uh, uh, and to Scott's um, you know credibility of being an umpire. Sure. And I love that about the game is human error in any in all in all forms in in officiating in playing in in managing. It's the human error in terms of. The game has been around for so long that, yeah, in history, there has been bad calls. There have been a lot of crazy plays and all this other stuff. Like that playoff game in New Orleans? And the play... uh, That's football. (laughs) We don't talk about that. (laughs) You know they're feeling better. Right. Yeah. 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 I I missed the game yesterday, but... Gorgeous, uh, gorgeous game. They had... The city deserved that. Oh, it does. Yesterday. Mm -hmm. Totally. I believe. It does. And it broke the curse of them starting the season (laughs) off 0-1. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It made me remember the name of the kicker who kicked the uh, (laughs) 63-yarder against Alex Harris and the Lions, Tom Dempsey. Oh, Tom Dempsey. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. but I, the human error part, and I, that's why I don't believe, as much as this year has been in Major League Baseball with officiating and strikes and people arguing strike the strike zone and everything yeah. like mm-hmm. this year, and a lot of calls have been really bad, but I still wouldn't want people to take away the umpires from the game because it's a part of the game. It's been a part of the game for so long that I need it to be a part of the game. Yeah. If you put a robot behind That's what I'm there, I, I would be so upset with Major League Baseball that I probably would just turn to college baseball and watch only college I, baseball. I don't think they're ever going to go to a robot. They are always going to keep a person back there. They're just going to be wearing a Bluetooth headset. That says, "Hey, that was then a that ball. Just, that, still, that was a strike." That still kind of takes away from which is which is which is exactly what they did in the minor leagues. Yeah. In certain levels this year, was umpires wore a Bluetooth headphone or headset, yes. and uh, if it was a called strike by this computer, the umpire needed to yeah. call it a strike. I know a certain umpire in our league, and he's not in this room. All right, <laughs> you can, you can who talk. Would, who fine. would say I? I heard what the machine said, but but that's just the machine's opinion. And my opinion <laughs> is the one that counts. But guys, they're taking it too far with the minor league rules. When a drop first strike. And now they can run the first thing, and that's the stolen base. Yeah. They cannot implement no. that rule in there. I don't even know why you tried. Do you guys have an opinion on it? Do you guys know what I'm talking we, about? We, I agree with you. What, totally. Yeah. I, what I, do you I, think I, about that, Ethan? I don't. It, it, it adds, do you like that? It, well, in, in my opinion, it adds a certain complexity to the game. Okay. That allows, Scott, that, Scott, he's. he's no, I, I, I like, Ethan I is it. wrong about a lot of stuff. <laughs> I just. Hey, Ronnie what? Rodriguez. Touche. Touche. Oh, did you say Ronnie Rodriguez? Yeah, because be the next. Uh, because in the, in the beginning thing? of the season, yeah. Scott, I was saying, oh, you know, he's. He's doing awesome. Th- maybe, th- maybe he's turned things around. Through maybe thir- he's learned 30 games. You know, he's hitting over 300, slugging over 1,000. I said, you know, by 200 at bats. He'll be hitting about 200. He got that right. They, yeah. Tigers were 10 and 4 at one point this yeah. season, by the way. And then, oh, that, no, no, no. Don't, I, don't, I don't bring that negativity <laughs> over here. Well, that's, that's the next thing here about, yeah. the, about yeah. the Tigers. But before we get to that, I want to say one thing about Scott. I want you to reply to this. Scott's good enough mm-hmm. as an umpire to be umpiring at a much higher level. Mm-hmm. Then we need to get him in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, guys, that's you would want to start when you're 20 mm-hmm. to get into the big leagues sure. or even the college level. Sure. Um, being 40 right now, I'm happy uh-huh. of what I have mm-hmm. and where I'm at. Sure. 
um, I was thinking about going to the school, the mm-hmm. umpiring school, like yeah. mid twenties. But I, I was still playing, and if I was gone, I, I, I was going to give up playing. playing. I, I could do right. both. Yeah. And yeah. I, again, I do this for fun, and I do it because I love it for the love of the game. That's awesome. And, and you play. That's awesome. Yeah. You play in the St. Clair Shores League. It's MABL. Right? MABL eighteen and, plus. And by the way, league, yeah. I believe you were just put into their Hall of Fame. Yes, I was uh, just inducted in the 2019 Hall of and, Fame. And were you named Most Valuable Player this year? No, I, I was not. You should. I, have I been. made the All Star. There team, we go. There we go. Uh, All Star this year, and was inducted at the All Star game. And in 2015, I was inducted as an uh, MA, MSBL Detroit this guy, uh, Hall of Fame. This guy can. He can. Uh, for he the can, umpire, he can pitch. He can pick it. So he's a good ball player. It, it's. I've been around a lot of great people. It's more my family and people. I, I've been around and blessed to be around <laughs> then just keep doing it honestly that's awesome so it's i work hard at it but there's so many people H- have you ever considered umpiring at the little league world series um i, 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 I was always, actually I always wonder how that selection works. i was um there's teams from michigan that can bring an umpire uh to the little world series or to cooperstown mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i was i was asked to go to cooperstown as an umpire uh for seven days and I, I, I declined because I was still working my full-time job here sure. and my second job uh, here also, and I wanted to commit to that. Okay. But one, that's on my bucket list along with Omaha. That would be awesome. Yeah, I've never been awesome. to Omaha, that would and be I've awesome. never been to the umpire in that, and I would love to do that for well, sure. Uh, we, we need to talk about the Tigers a little bit. What have they, they done? <laughs> what, what happened this we week? we do, Corey. <laughs> it's on the rundown. We got to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, I, it's every week, and I'm, I'm so happy we're getting close to the well, here's, postseason. <laughs> here, here's something good this week. Okay, if they win two more games, sure, they will not tie or break either record for losses. Either, Who's coming to town this uh, week? Either the Yankees. Either the well, they've got a few games left. They've Yankees, got like twenty Baltimore, games. They, left. They, they, yeah, you got four games against Baltimore. Those yeah, are your, those are your. Shots oh, to yeah. not be in that. Baltimore's thinking the same thing. If they don't win any, they're going to tie the the league record set by the Mets in '62 of 120 losses 120. for the season. 120. If they, if they <laughs> win, only win one more, they will tie the American League record, also set by the Detroit Tigers under the, under Alan Trammell's sure. watch, of 119. Mm-hmm. However, if they can win two, it's just a bad season. Sure. So we have yeah, It's just a bad season. That's right, Jess. It's just <laughs> Some, a bad season. Something to look forward to. And if it happens again next year, we can all... Go down um, to Comerica and pick it and, and be angry. But Who are you impressed with with the Tigers? you impressed with anybody? I'm still going with a little bit of Reyes. I'm still seeing flashes in the pan, and I'm probably going to have to go with Dixon playing first base, um, only because he just looks a little bit more comfortable than the, when he first started out there. And I actually really like Dixon at first base. He he, he plays that corner well. You know, we it's easy to criticize Avila, Mm-hmm. Uh, because they're playing so poorly. Right. But it's a minor league team out there. Sure. This guy, Reyes, Rule 5 last Rule year. Rule 5. Great pickup. Mm-hmm. He's he's he he's batting leadoff from him. I don't see mm-hmm. I don't think he's your I don't think he's prototypical leadoff, yeah. leadoff guy. <laughs> but he's he's getting the bat on the ball he and is. he's playing decently in the uh-huh. field. Yeah. 
He's looking like a, a major league ball mm-hmm. player. He does. I'm, I'm I'm most impressed with Drew Verhagen though right now. Me too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Whether I mean, yeah. whether it's opening a game or coming in right after an opener, he's been going three four innings. Something and, about getting him back down in Toledo and then him coming back up like really yeah. sparked something in his brain where he's like, I can pitch. I, mm-hmm. I'll show you. Yep. Yeah, and yeah. it's effective pitching, and uh, the only other player right now that's really stuck out to me, aside from Reyes, is got to be Harold Castro. Yes. Castro, yeah, yeah. He there's another guy takes good swings, mm-hmm. doesn't always connect, but he takes good swings, mm-hmm. tends to swing at strikes, and is playing all over the diamond. Yeah, yeah. and he's he's definitely a, an above average defender all around. You can, mm-hmm. see, you can see him mm-hmm. figuring into their both those guys, yeah. Reyes and Castro, figuring mm-hmm. into their future. Willie Castro, they were real high on. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he, he's a minor league ball player still. Still, still, and, but, and probably maybe double A. But it's good to always have an extra Castro oh, in your oh, pocket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, as long as it's not Raul or uh, the other guy, uh, yeah. Fidel. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. Uh, okay. They do have a hundred losses, huh? They, it happens. They do. They do. Luckily, they could not have. They couldn't lose yesterday because it was an off day. Yeah. yeah. Um, but and, it, and the Yankees are coming to town tonight. Tonight. Yeah. Yep. For Edwin, four. For three. Three. Uh, Edwin Jackson is on the hill tonight. Hopefully, break that three-game losing streak. I don't know. <laughs> um, with the amount of home runs he's given over that three-game losing streak, I'm just hoping and praying it's you know over under under five home runs we give up tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know it. I play in an old guys league, mm-hmm. right? Edwin Jackson's been around a long time. Yeah. To still mm-hmm. be throwing, I mean, he throws in the in the in the low nineties, mm-hmm. ninety three, ninety four miles an hour. That's pretty impressive. Got it's here about a month ago, yeah. and yeah. he had a heck of a first start. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's lost three or four. Yeah, and, and it is row. also, mm-hmm. and you can attest to this, yeah. it's very difficult to pitch. And they're not errors. Mm-hmm. The, the, the the defense, it isn't that they're making errors. They don't get to balls. That the good teams get Team to, two. right? Right. I mean, you think of when we had Trammell here, uh, balls he would get to, or you think of somebody uh, like uh, the uh, Yankee shortstop Jeter. for the last Jeter for the last twenty years or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Didn't have super range, but what he got to, he made a play on it. it he made major league pro- plays. He hustled. All right, well, and it isn't just these guys are hustling; they're doing their best. They don't. They haven't figured it out yet. No. <laughs> you figure out how to get that extra step, right, Scott? Yeah. Right. You know. Oh, I, I, I see where this pitch is going. My body's already Ready moving to if, where if yep. this guy hits a ground ball, yep. it's going over here, yep. right? Mm-hmm. I see that in our in our crazy old folks. You get a guy who actually throws pretty hard, and he's right-handed. Everybody's playing him like he's a pole hitter. Yeah. No, man, this guy's going to hit it to the hit hit it to the right side of the infield, or probably hit something at best in the right field gap. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Yes. Guys, guys, don't think about that. In yeah. a, in the major leagues, guys who've been around a while and and know how these other guys hit, know how they're going to be pitched, know where to play, and how to get that. That quick step. That quick step in. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, I'm pontificating. I like it. Well, we you know we talk about the good, and we've also talked about the bad. But now we're going to talk about something really good, and that was. David I thought you were going to say the ugly. No, no, no. <laughs> this, this is anything besides ugly. We're going to talk about the really good before we do talk about the ugly, and the really good is David Ortiz oh, at Fenway yeah. Park last night, throwing out that. the first pitch, and uh, we actually got some video. Oh, cool. So let's put that up. 
I'm so glad he's okay. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we welcome home one of the most beloved people ever to wear the Red Sox uniform. In fact, he may be one of the most beloved people in the history of this city, his city, our city. Won't you please welcome the symbol of resilience, strength, triumph, and love, our one and only Big Poppy, Red Sox Hall of Famer number 34, David Ortiz. And, and that's just something right there, you know. He was in a hospital recovering just a few months ago from that Dominican, Repu Dominican Republic uh, shooting. And to see him back with his, you know, his family, in a sense, it's, it's just unbelievable. He looks good. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like he could play. Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. You yeah. know, and if the Tigers, you know, if the Tigers were in the hunt, we'd be happy that he wasn't in baseball. But yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, he killed the Tigers. Oh, he yeah. just tore us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Poor, I, I can see, still see uh, Corey. Uh, oh, Tor right. no, Tor Torrey, 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 Torrey Hunter. Hunter. I was like, yeah. when did I? Yeah, like, it was Corey. That was you <laughs> out there, wasn't it? Wait, no, was Corey the uh, cop going? No, I wasn't anywhere near. Torrey Hunter Boston. out there. I thought he was going to catch that ball. Was. I was hoping. I know. Yeah. That goes to show the the fanism of watching sports. The, mm -hmm. the yeah. cop in the background. Oh yeah. Uh, he had one job to do. If someone was on the fence, and he uh, he didn't do it. He, yeah. He, he celebrated. Decided. He celebrated. He pretty he much saved the saved yeah. the. Saved the it, it was a two two nothing uh, yeah. series lead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or one nothing series lead, and that was. Uh, that was the defining moment. One bad changeup. I know. God. So, I know how to talk about it. <laughs> hey, we have we have our uh, our weekly uh, an analysis uh, of uh, Cardinals baseball mm -hmm. on the phone. That'd be Scott Green. How you doing, Scotty? Hey boys, what's going on? Well, it's uh, another another lovely Tuesday here in Detroit, and uh, uh, we notice your Cardinals are doing okay. Uh, I'm getting excited now. <laughs> I will tell you now that you're going to start mentioning next year and for years to come in the same breath with the Berlanders and the Scherzers and the Kershaws and the Baumgarners and the rest of them. But Jack Flaherty is the real deal. Mm. And you better get him on your fantasy camp team next year. He will win, <laughs> uh... He was the National League Picture of the Month last month in August, and he's already got two shutouts for – he's given up three hits, three or four hits in two games. Hits. Uh, wow. I'm loving the Cardinals right now, and See? I think they'll go on and hold on and win a division. I think him and Dakota Hudson are becoming going to become 
one of the best one-two punches a team has seen since Schilling and uh, Randy Johnson, and I'm excited. And I think we are going to do some damage. Awesome. And if we win the division, I think we could beat the Braves, and I think we can give the Dodgers a long run if they if they get past the uh, uh, the Cubs or whoever wins the wild card. Yep. So uh, I'm. Uh, I'm getting excited. Well, I know I the Cardinals. Be, uh, the Cardinals are helping. The Cardinals are helping Dave Harville's recovery. Good. I know Good. they are. He's a big Cardinals fan. And if Dave's listening, we're pulling for you, buddy. Dave, we came to the game yesterday. Yeah, he did. Had Good. The 65 uh, Cardinals. Awesome. I, I, had, I had that game, and him and his wife were there, and he uh, was upbeat and was just happy to sit on the bleachers. Oh, he, yeah. I could see it. And uh, uh, Scotty, uh, uh, Scott Miseraka, uh, one of our umpires here in our MSBL league, uh, is, is joining us today, and he knows uh, he knows Dave very well. How you doing, Scotty? Hey, how are you? Good. Well, Dave's a, a, a great person, and uh, of the players of age who have played with us uh, in uh, all our events over the past years would play at the plate. Hands down, he was the best player, certainly. I would have loved to have seen Dave play baseball when he was in his late 20s and early 30s. I'm sure he was phenomenal. But Dave stood in there. He never uh, never backed down. And of uh, the players that uh, who were of advanced ages that played with us, he was hands down the best player. And just a gentleman. I mean, it, yeah. <laughs> he uh, demanded respect to his credit, and he got it because he gave it back. And uh, him and his wife, Deanna, are two of the uh, most precious people I've ever met. Here, here. Uh, yes, sir. One of the things that played the plate has done for me. I've met, been able to meet so many great, great people from around the country who share the same interest I have. So it's, uh, But they're in a league by themselves. Hey, Scott, I want to ask you a question. Uh, somebody got fired by the Red Sox yesterday. Did you see this? I can't believe it. How did you win a World Series a year before and then let you go the next year? Boy. Boston's is smarter than the Tigers were. <laughs> yeah, well. Well, <laughs> look, you know, you pay a guy to put put a great team on the field. He's done that. He did. I think so. He did. Uh, and yeah. I happen to have met Dave Dombrowski a few times because mm-hmm. I taught his son in Sunday school. Mm. And I can tell you... It, Whenever I was around Dave Dombrowski, you know, granted it was a church, but it was what a what a gentleman. I heard he's a nice guy. Yeah, really all nice guy. sports, all yeah. sports today, it's a results-oriented world. That's yes. it. I mean, it's uh, you think it's bad here. I mean, I'm an English soccer fan. I follow Aston Villa very closely, and I'm in the Premier League website every day. So they let you go pretty quick over there. Yeah. So it's uh, it's worse there. But I mean, how can you be so smart? You know, <laughs> 10 months ago and be so stupid now that you can't hold on to the job. Listen, you don't know what gets said in meetings. Right. Yeah. Do, you, you know, do you think there's you more? with whoever and oh, things sorry. get said and they're just whatever. I mean, they just you end up leaving or yeah. getting fired, but uh, silly move. I mean, he's a quality baseball man. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. I mean, he, he won't be out of work long. I nope. say that. Um, do you think there's more? Probably just a, a bad year. Maybe something in the background we don't know about. It's got to be. Okay. I, I'd be very surprised if it wasn't. I mean, you know, it's it's tough to repeat, okay? And it's just tough. I mean, you have the World Series hangover. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just what it is. It's natural and for any team. And, you know, it wasn't like they finished in last place or will. I mean, they still, they're still above 500, if I'm not mistaken. And, you know, you get rid of the guy. But, again, 
there might be more to it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Maybe he asked for things that management wasn't going to do, upper, you know, Mr. Henry wasn't going to do, and you don't know. But I don't know how a guy with that pedigree gets let go. Yeah. You know. Well, and it's it's gonna. It's, I mean, out of the blue, and there was no rumors, and not that I heard of. Mm-hmm. And boom, he's gone. So, but like I say, he won't be out of work very long. It's it's definitely going to make this offseason interesting for Boston. You got uh, JD who can opt out of his contract after this year. Mm-hmm. After this offseason, you well, know you got you got to consider <laughs> you, you got to consider what's going to happen with Mookie Betts. There's a good chance that he's already kind of said in in statements that he wants to kind of test the free agent market. Now, if you're Boston, you got two years of control left with him. Do you deal mm-hmm. him at the end of this year? Yeah. And get as much as you can in return, knowing that there is a good chance he may not resign long term. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see who they bring in and how this whole uh, roster may be completely shaken Sh- up. Shaken up, yeah. Yeah. Hey Scott, uh, uh, what's coming up with Play at the Plate? What's uh, What's next on the uh, menu? Loading the trailer today, so I've cleaned the, uh, got the, uh, the dish rag out and wiped down all the helmets and the catchers here. <laughs> Trail is getting loaded up today, and I'll be heading up to Cooperstown on Thursday morning. Oh, Actually, great. had a bunch of late sign-ups. We got four very full teams. We're going to play pretty much every game on Double Day Field this weekend. And you lo- looks pretty good. Maybe a little rain on Saturday, but that's when you go to the Hall of Fame if it does. And then oh. uh, come back, and then Wednesday I fly out to Texas for the big one at the Globe Life Park. So you're 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 booked for for uh, Cooperstown right now, right? Um, why you want to come? Uh, <laughs> if I if I could, I would. I, I love to me. You know, I've been to several of your events. Uh, Cooperstown to me is the one I really enjoy. I love playing on that historic field, and I also love playing at the campground. What a night! Just it, yeah, there's the something campground. about. I have to be honest with you. I'm not. I guess I am, but I love the campground because I know the family very well. Uh, Dwayne and Julie Sharris have been friends of mine for over 20 years. He built that field himself. That infield is ground up red bricks. Hmm. Okay? Hmm. And he loves it. He loves it like I would love it if it were my field. And he does a a hell of a job. And it's a fabulous place to play. You're in the mountains. The corn is behind the fence. You know, it's got a feel of dreamish, you know, feel to it. Uh it's just a fabulous place. Beautiful part of the country too. Yep. Hey, yep. Uh, and um, tell us, tell us about Texas. Tell us what people can do to sign up to play. Yeah, we uh, have eight Arlington. spots left with twelve days to go. I really want to sell them. I've uh, crossed the uh, break-even point, and actually, you know, I'm in the plus. So I'd like. I have seven or eight spots left. You can come to Texas, and you'll play two games a day on that field, have a locker in the clubhouse, laundry service the one night, lunch both days, a cocktail party someplace next to the ballpark. You can stay Sunday and go to a, not included in the package, but the Cowboys are home against the Dolphins. You go to that big stadium and cross that off your bucket list. You'll be on the field for 10 hours. The batting tunnels will be open. It's, you know, I'm very happy that uh, we got a, a great turnout, but I really want to sell it out. Um, so if anybody's out there would like to come to Texas, eight ninety five for the four days. It's a great fee. Um, 
it's just a great time. And to be able to play, of all the places we play, they're special. All right, yeah. all of them are. Yeah. I, mean, I love Rickwood Field. That's coming up next month. That'll be our last event of the year. And, and that's in Birmingham, Alabama, right? Yes, and uh, that's the oldest ballpark in America. Yeah, in cool. Ten. And and, and uh, uh, we we want people to go to playattheplate.org, check them all out, figure out where you're going to go and play because it is a riot. I'm telling you, you can't be treated better than Scott's going to treat you at these events. Well, Scott, we're going to run. Uh, if anyone's out there really wants to have a fabulous experience, they're all great. Yeah. But there's something about a major league ballpark. I mean, it's. Yeah. I mean, you're in the tunnel and you're walking back to the clubhouse and you, you get a, a really, if you haven't done it before, you get a chance to, uh, you know, stand in the batter's boxes where great people have stood. Like I've said, like I've mentioned before on the program, you know, when, when I played at Fenway the two times, I mean, my first time up, I thought about nothing, nothing. But the fact that I am standing not near, not close, not somewhere around, I was standing in a batter's box that Ted Williams stood in. And that's pretty damn special. Carl Yastrzemski. Yep. Uh, Long Island, just one town from here. My children were born at the same hospital. That's their little claim to fame. Babe Ruth played there. Yep. Lou Gehrig stood in that box. Yeah. Roger Maris. Mm. Mickey Mantle. I mean, it goes on and on and on. Hey. And uh, when you get an opportunity to play in a major league ballpark where it's out there, and I have to tell you, it, it's getting tougher to get. Um, it's just... The pricing is getting large that you have to be able to sell it. I give the Texas Rangers great credit. I gave them a price point. They just went a couple of dollars above it, made it available for us to. It's really reasonable. It uh, is. They wanted us. Yeah. So, uh, if you them, love baseball, uh, you got to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to play. Listen, I got, I got a couple of guys who didn't come to Cooperstown this week because they're going to a Mets Dodgers game. Like, are you joking? <laughs> you know, rather go to a ball game than play in a ball game. All right, I'm Scott. Sorry, Scott. We're going to look at the playoff game or a World Series. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry that that game has yeah. no importance whatsoever. We're going to show no importance. We're going to we're going to show the field of dreams here, and we're going to let you go. But thanks for being on. Always love hearing your insights. Playattheplate.org. Okay, guys. Have a good week. Thanks, you too. Thanks, Scott. Would you like to play some baseball? Do you still dream of playing on a major league field, experiencing the magic of places like Field of Dreams? For 15 years, Play at the Plate has been making dreams come true. Play at the Plate offers you the chance to play ball. Join us for a lifetime experience. Go to playattheplate.org or call Scott Green at 631-255-4475. That's 631-255-4475. That is, you know, I look at that thing in Iowa and I say, you know, Kevin Costner stood here. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, uh, Shoeless Joe's Joe... <laughs> stand in stood here. I don't even know who that is. Shoeless Joe Jackson. Oh, Shoeless Joe Jackson, oh. yeah. 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 Yeah, that Field yeah. of Dreams, the movie, mm-hmm. was shot on that field where they, they, they have this yeah. event and they have a father son event there. In uh, I believe it's in August. In August, but you you can check it out on their website, playattheplate.org. I mm-hmm. thought if anything, you were going to say, you know, James Earl Jones made a great monologue right here. <laughs> yeah, one of the best voiceovers. Oh, that's true. Oh, my and Morgan Freeman together mm-hmm. would be great. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. <laughs> well, uh, what's going on? Well, we get we got to talk about one more thing that happened over the week, uh, and that was Garrett Cole. 
third straight outing with more than 14 strikeouts, Whoa. and nonetheless, on his birthday, throws a 15-strikeout performance. Houston wins 21-2. to Garrett Cole only allowed one hit. And this is Houston's second game this season, scoring is 20 it? or more runs. <sighs> and then last night, they come out and they yeah. score 15 Houston on is seven just home a, runs. a monster of a team. Uh, and the one home run last night being from the rookie, Jordan Alvarez. D- and it landed in the in third, third deck. deck. First player ever to... Thir- yeah. Third deck and, like, deep wow. back in the third deck. It's a um, beautiful swing, too. And, Good and, Lord. You, it's effortless. Do you imagine having three or four aces on the team? Oh, wait a minute. We, we did. had, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, we did, I, uh, and he's not even the ace. No, yeah, no. Cole, no. fourteen no. straight, and he not. Uh-huh. I think Cole know. might get the uh, the Cy Young. Are you I looking at okay? Shot. Yeah, are you looking at Cole or are you looking at Verlander? Because the so, race is just really between it, those two. The, well, the the thing that gives it, the thing that gives yeah. it to Verlander is he's also leading the league in WHIP, ERA, mm-hmm. batting average against wins. Has a no hitter. The only th- and has a no hitter. The only thing that he is going back and forth with Cole for best in the home league is strikeouts. Yeah. Yeah. Verlander's allowed a lot of home runs. Yeah, but the fact That's that he's the, the fact two that to he, the Tigers. A lot of <laughs> the fact that he's allowed so many home runs. So and his ERA is still the lowest, lowest in uh, American yeah. League. Can I tell you something? I know you guys aren't old enough to remember this. In '68. McLean had this great season. I don't know how many home runs he gave up because I was a little kid at the time. Mm-hmm. I was 15. I would go to games, and I knew there were going to be a couple home runs hit off him. But they were going to be hit in left center, center, or right center. They were going to be hit to the deepest part of the ballpark. That's the way he pitched to guys. There weren't there weren't a lot of base hits. Mm-hmm. There might be one or two home runs hit off him. That guy had incredible, incredible stuff mm. in '68. Anyway, uh, and and I I would say that's probably kind of the Verlander thing. Yeah. He's not look. You well, can't strike everybody out. Sometimes you know, and the way they only let you mm-hmm. throw 105 pitches these days, yeah. you're gonna have to pitch to some contact to stay in the game. Sure. Yeah. Well, and the big thing with Verlander this year is, yes, he's allowed a lot of home runs, but more than 50% of those are solo. So he could, you know, easily give up two home runs in a game, but still win the game three to two. That's a great stat. Yeah. yeah. What's his uh, win loss right now? Uh, 18 and five. 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 Eight, five. 18 five. and five. Yeah. <laughs> And one was two the Tigers. Yeah. Tigers, yes. Yeah. Hey, well, oh, I cry. This is this is the part of the show where Corey just cries for about a minute and then gets back to realizing that we won't ever see that again. <laughs> well, there is a future, and we want to talk about somebody uh, sure. on the farm, Troy Stokes. Yep, uh, tr- I never heard of him. Tell so me about him. We yeah. actually just recently claimed him off of waivers from the Milwaukee Brewers, and he used to be actually I believe he still was a top thirty prospect in the Brewers system. He ranks 29th now in the Tigers, uh, 24-year-old. Good speed, good defender. Average needs to come up a little bit. He hit 233 uh, with a 726 OPS, 22 doubles, 9 home runs, 40 RBIs, 50 runs, and was 14 of 17 with stolen bases at uh, AAA San Antonio. So As, the Brewers just gave up on this guy? They, they designated him for assignment, put him on waivers. Obviously, he did not clear because Detroit claimed him. They were looking to move somebody else up to AAA, and they, he I was think the they, guy. They claim him? I think they were actually looking at moving somebody up to the big league club, and he was on their 40-man roster. And uh, with his options being used up, 
he had to be shipped out. Um, and I think Detroit made a good pickup. It's going to be interesting to see if the average can go up because the tools defensively and the speed could be good for a bench player. I don't know that he'd be a starter, but he could definitely be a guy coming off the bench. Well, since he uh, came came this way, mm-hmm. is he Rule 5 then? I don't believe so because I believe because he, he's changed teams now. It would it, I'm not sure because he was on a 40-man roster. That is something to look into. There, there is a chance that that could be the case, in which case he may not hang around Detroit for very long because of the fact that going into this year or this offseason, the Tigers have eight players in their top 30, I believe, that need to be protected from that Rule 5 draft. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Do, do you think with the... Uh, I know you've, we're talking about the, the average has got to get higher, but do you think with the, the different times these days with baseball analytics all of it 250 these days with the other tools involved i believe that's, oh, yeah. that's really good uh, yeah i we, believe these days yeah we talked about that on a show before that uh yeah 250 i'll take 250 give me on base percentage and on base percentage mm-hmm. yeah. give me a guy yeah. that can be on, so he he, some yeah, doubles yeah, if, mm-hmm. if he's hitting 250 i need that on base percentage to be like to be like 325 yeah. because yeah. then yeah. because i'm taking that show on me base. you can get a walk and steal some bases yeah, yeah. yeah. i was thinking about ops that's yeah. My, yeah yeah hey guys uh uh we're blessed to have uh, a new sponsor that joined us last week. Mm. You know, Century Mortgage Lending. I, I got to tell you, I refinanced my house this week, dropped my rates significantly, dropped my payments significantly. It was no hassle, no muss, no fuss. Century Mortgage Lending, they're in Birmingham, Michigan, 248 258 4977. Uh, Elizabeth over there uh, refinanced my my home. They, they've been around a long time. I remember when I was way back in the 90s, I was at Republic Bank Corp. We did a little business with this company. They've been around, and the only reason they've been around that long is they do a great job. They do refinances, purchases. Mm-hmm. You might need to take a little cash out of your house, fix it up. Sure. A little cash out to pay some bills. Mm-hmm. Refinance just to lower your rates are incredibly low right now. That's great. Uh, and uh, I won't mention a rate because if I do, you have to give an APR, and I don't know what my APR is. I would imagine. <laughs> so, uh, but the number, 248-258-4977. Talk to Paul. Talk to Elizabeth. Uh, and I'm sure I'm leaving somebody else out over there. Every one of the every one of their originators are good people. They know what they're doing. Good. They're an equal housing lender. I believe on the screen we're showing their NMLS number. I want to make sure they're in compliance. Two four eight two five eight forty nine seventy seven. Century Mortgage Lending. I've never seen anyone do a better job. Nice. Well, what else is going on? Well, we uh, get to that famous food segment. Oh, this might be the best part, um, Scott. All right. I do have to say before we get into the the ballpark we're going to talk about in their food, I got an email this morning, and I was so excited because I had signed up for this email list with Major League Baseball that whenever they have their big food conventions, mm-hmm. that you know we get you know aware because I want us to go to one of these. Why aren't we? Why um, aren't Jess and I connected on uh, that? Unfortunately, we're hungry too. Unfortunately, the one that is happening on October sixth and seventh, I believe, is when it is. It's happening over in London. We can get plane tickets. 
Plane I tickets. Get... Plane tickets. You just have to have a passport to get across the border. London's yeah. like an hour no, and a half. No, no. London, England, <laughs> oh, not London, oh. Ontario. Let me be very clear on that. I figured it was at Labatt Park there in London, Ontario. <laughs> no, this was uh, happening in London, England. Uh, hopefully, you know, the next one will be a little bit closer. Um, but this week we're going to talk about Fifth Third Ballpark, uh, home of the West Michigan Whitecaps. We got two technical. Technically, we have two food items and sure. one deal that I think is a great idea. I'm surprised more ballparks don't do it. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be the first, first thing we talk about, and that's the grub tub, which is a ballpark way of making it easier to carry your popcorn, french fries, and nachos and having your drink all in one nice container. Ooh, wouldn't you like to have the patent on that? That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So instead of having one hand for your nachos and one hand for your drink, combine it. Oh, my God. Whoever made this idea... Hmm. It's got to have made a good amount of money. And when that's empty, you can catch fall balls. <laughs> oh, well, why does it have to be empty? Well, because yeah. you don't want to lose your food. I've seen a few of those <laughs> videos. Yeah. That looks good. I, you know, I'm not a big popcorn guy out. You know, if I'm watching a movie, mm-hmm. that's when I want popcorn. I don't want it at a ball game. I, but I think I do the French fries. For yeah, nachos. give me the French fries. Yeah. Give me nachos, anything yep. fried. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they have like for like adults too. This is for adults, but I meant. An alcoholic drink. I mean, oh, I wonder if yeah, that, yeah, I wonder if there's any kind of thing where a beer or I mean, yeah, it doesn't it doesn't say uh, what you liquor. can get in the cup. Maybe you can get the beer yeah. in the cup. Yeah, it would be good so, to have something yeah. that covers a beer because there's a lot of that spilled mm-hmm. on people at sporting <laughs> events. Yeah, that's it's on ESPN pain. every day. You see it. <laughs> so, that looks good. What yeah. else you got? Our next <laughs> one is the Rocky Ball Burrito. This knockout creation is cheesesteak, which they've rolled into a burrito with uh, doses of cheese, onion, green pepper, and then it is deep fried. This um, food was named the uh, best ballpark food at uh, Fifth Third Ballpark this year. Now, why do they call it Rocky Bell Burrito and it's a Philly cheesesteak? Because well, Rock, Rocky was yeah. in Philadelphia. Oh. Mm-hmm. He was, was Rocky Bobo. Okay. Right. You don't think I know the Rocky movie? Oh, you were being sarcastic. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Now, right. now, what? This is this was good. The whole thing was good until he said deep fried, and I went, I'm in. Deep fried? Yeah. How but can you can't he, eat that. Jess has got meat in it. Well, <laughs> well he, and I've got to see Dr. Berman here in the next couple of weeks, so have, I'm not going. Can, I'm not eating it. But you can have a chicken and pepper, it. and that's it. Yeah. Oh, you can. Oh, ugh. the uh, oh. the the nice thing about this at a ballpark is it's self-contained. You're not going to drip all over yourself. It, well, it's you, not all over your hands. The sure. o- the only thing that could happen is, I mean, if you think about it, that juice from the uh, the, the grease steak, and the yeah, yeah. And the cheat yeah that that could, could drip potentially on you, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. But you know, in that in that case, I don't care. No. That just sounds too good. That you know, the grease, don't mind it. Um, our last item is the big wheel, which is manager Lance Parrish's go-to. That's his name at, uh, at this ballpark, and it is a double cheeseburger topped with a split brat and lettuce and onion. Hmm. Wow, jeez. Yeah, I bet, I bet Lance doesn't eat many of those. Oh, I'm sure it's, he's being called. He's <laughs> calling on them every every game. 
He's probably also meeting with you know the team doctor to see how many of those he can have during the game week. But uh, I don't know that. Uh, sign me up. Is, all, is Lance, all these options. Is Lance our next manager here? You think? Is he our next manager here in yeah. Detroit? Yeah. I don't know. How old is Lance right here? How old is Lance? Yeah. How old is Lance right now? Lance Parrish. Got to be fifties. Fifties. Late fifties. Yeah, he's yeah. probably around 60. 60? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm guessing. Maybe. I don't know. I think we have Garden Hire for a little bit longer. Do you think he's going to be here I when he win? If I were Garden I would. I want him to be here okay. when I, I win. I would like him to be. I see him here next year. You know, if the Tigers take that step forward, then I definitely see him in 2021. Okay. I think it's really going to be up to him. And I, if it's going to sure. be about his health, too. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah, had health issues. If, if, he, yeah. if he can do it. I see him here until he says. I'm not advocating I'm getting rid of him. No, no, I, I no, think, no. You know, I think it's no. going to be really. Nobody could have made much gonna, out of this yeah, mess. Yeah. I don't think they're going to. They're going to let him go for any real reason. I think it's going to be up to his, his decision sure. on if he wants to walk away from the game of, of baseball. But he loves baseball, so I'd love to see keep keep him here until we start winning. Just want to yeah. just just looking forward to watching baseball, baseball again. again in our city, I know, in our, right? In, in our, our yeah, city. exactly. Like we used to last. Mm-hmm. We were spoiled for a while there. Very much so. I miss yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. It's hard to watch. Well, you, you know, I watch because my wife makes me. But one of the things I watch in the Tiger games is for potential. Yeah. Is there something yeah. here for the future? Exactly. And mm-hmm. I think there is. I think we've got a couple pitching prospects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've got a couple fielding prospects. Yep. A couple guys that can hit a little bit. Yep. Uh, it pains me to see Cabrera uh, in the condition the he's in. Yeah. He's yeah. hitting just the power. He lost it. Yeah. You know. Well, uh, that's going to wrap it up for today. Remember to check out uh, Century Mortgage Lending. That's CenturyMI.com. Uh, great company uh, for Ethan, Corey. Scott Miseraca and Just Monticello. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Angel, in the booth. Thank you, Cole. Let's play two.